Do we have a term in the army for something like this? <laughs> it's called a self-licking ice cream cone. And let them produce their own power based on unicorn farts and pixie dust or whatever else they want to produce their power from. Pixie dust and a self-licking ice cream cone. That sounds like something Nancy Case would come up with. <laughs> and he did. Come on, let's go. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to yet another stupendous installment of Weekend Update. From very high above all other puerile and pedantic forms of Wyoming mainstream media, this is Cowboy State Politics. I, of course, am your illustrious host, David Iverson, firmly ensconced behind the silver Cowboy State Politics microphone and broadcasting to you from the base of the Bighorns, in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming. Good morning, my friends, and welcome to the program. The rain has stopped. Well, not entirely, but at least it's giving us half a day of sunshine. I haven't been that excited in a really long time, my friends. I was beginning to think that we all lived in some place like Seattle or Portland. Ah, but then I remember that Antifa really hasn't been operating here, and they haven't burned down any of our buildings, and, well, that, and there aren't mobs of homeless people pooping in the street. So, Seattle is out, Portland straight off the table, and the sun is shining on the cowboy state. Unless, of course, you talk to Nancy Case. That's right, my friends, Nancy Case has struck again. Oh, I know. You thought I had forgotten about our good pal Nancy. And the truth is, I was beginning to think that maybe he had come to his senses and decided not to say stupid stuff anymore. But just as sure as the prairie dog will come up out of his hole and the rock chuck will find a nice warm rock to lay on, Nancy Case will open his mouth once again. <laughs> and he did. It's been such a long time since we talked about Nancy. Perhaps I should explain where he got that nickname. Nancy is actually named Kale Case. He's a senator over in Lander. He is one of the stereotypic examples of a redcoat, somebody who claims to be a Republican but votes just like a Democrat because uh, that's who they are. Now, it's true, at one time, Nancy Case did have a pretty conservative voting record. He actually voted like a Republican for things like free markets and lower taxes. But that's changed straight out the window. The guy is a straight-up Democrat, though you'll never get him to admit it. He is the number one proponent of Medicaid expansion in the cowboy state. It's true. By my count, he's attempted to ram through Medicaid expansion in the Wyoming legislature at least 11 times. So how did he get his nickname? Well, a couple of years ago, he was giving an interview about Medicaid expansion, and he said this. This is a good deal for Wyoming. It could be a good deal. We can't even start to figure it out until we pass this bill. Which sounds conspicuously like this. That it is a legislation for the future. It's, it's going to be very, very exciting. 
But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Oh, yes, it's very, very exciting. Well, that's pretty much an open and shut case, my friends. Nancy case, to be precise. But this time, it's not Medicaid expansion that he's using to go after your pocketbook. He's found a not-so-new and not-so-interesting way to go after your money. Drum roll, please. Nancy's newest Democrat talking point. The, the climate crisis is so intense and so severe and so looming that we have to do something about it. And we have to do it at all expense. It's so intense, so severe, so looming. And I'm afraid we're just going to have to solve it, no matter the cost. Hmm. I seem to recall him saying the same thing about the health crisis in Wyoming. Like I said, it's just another Democrat talking point. It's another attempt to go after your money in new and inventive ways. The only thing is, it's not new and it's not inventive at all. So in the words of Representative Bill Henderson. Whoa, I think you got to stop and take a look at what you're doing here. I speak against this because... It kind of reminds me of that fairy tale, Cinderella. I couldn't agree more, Bill. It is a fairy tale. And it's one that the left in Wyoming, the Republican left in Wyoming, is going to go after. Mark my words, my friends. Medicaid expansion failed, so they're going to try to use climate change. Now, I know what you're thinking. Come on, Dave. Climate change has been in the news for a really long time. And really, what you're saying is nothing earth-shattering. And while that's true, it is is something that's relatively new for the Wyoming legislature. It was just last year that the carbon capture bill passed. And according to a press release I received yesterday from Governor Gordon's office, quote, on Wednesday at the close of the Western Governors Association 2023 annual meeting, Governor Mark Gordon was elected by his fellow governors as chairman. As the new chair, Governor Gordon identified carbon capture utilization and sequestration as his chair's initiative. The governor said, quote, our world needs energy and a clean environment. Neither is well served if we are not honest about the consequences and challenges, end quote. And if you have any doubt of who Mark Gordon actually is when it comes to climate change and the left, listen to the front page of the Pravda on the Platte this morning. Quote, Governor Mark Gordon and the Colorado Governor Jared Polis officially agreed this week to, quote, establish an interstate effort, end quote, to develop direct air capture technologies. Gordon and other Wyoming leaders have touted direct air capture as one solution to reducing greenhouse gas emissions while preserving the state's struggling coal industry. The technology, which is a form of carbon capture, uses chemical reactions to pull carbon dioxide out of the air. The carbon dioxide is then permanently stored underground or used for commercial purposes, end quote. Oh, so now we're aligning ourselves with the very liberal governor from across our southern border. I wish somebody would put a very tall fence around the Wyoming governor's mansion. I mean, they spend money on everything else, so why not that? At the very least, that would help us out. Prevent him from getting out and doing any more damage. But I digress. Anyhow, good old Nancy has taken this as a signal that he should push climate change in the Wyoming legislature and do so with reckless abandon. But none of this really has anything to do with the climate or the environment or clean water or clean air or any of it. 
all of it has to do with taxes, which is why this subject came up at the revenue meeting last Tuesday. None of it has anything to do with the climate. It is solely an effort to scare you into agreeing with new taxes. And I'll tell you how this came up after the break. But first, an absolutely obscene profit timeout. Cowboy State Politics is brought to you by the Winget Food Truck. Once again, my friends, it's Saturday morning, and I know you think it's crazy that I am the world's foremost proponent of chicken wings for Saturday morning breakfast. And the reason I say that is once you try some hot wings from the Winget Food Truck, you'll want them for every single meal. They make the most incredible wings in the state of Wyoming, and it's not just hot wings. They have several other different flavors. I personally recommend the garlic parmesan wings. They're incredible. Now, the way that you can figure out where that truck is going to be is go to their Facebook page, the Winget Food Truck, and they'll you can find their schedule there. Or you could look at cowboystatepolitics.com underneath the sponsors tab and you'll find their schedule there also. So that way you can plan your entire week around where that truck is going to be. That's the Winget Food Truck. Morton Buildings is the expert in metal building construction. They've been doing it longer than anybody else around, and they definitely do it better than anybody else around. The truth is, you've probably seen their work as you've been traveling the highways and byways of Wyoming and not even known it. It's because their work stands the test of time. You'll receive a 50-year warranty on the foundation, which is something you're not going to get from any of their competitors. So it doesn't really matter whether you're just looking at a garage or a barn or maybe a big roping arena or even a giant warehouse for your business. The first people you should call is Nick and Jesse at Morton Buildings. Their phone number is 307-674-2532, or you can check them out on their website at mortonbuildings.com. And now... Back to the annals of climate change with Nancy Case. To the cow pie. In an article entitled, Wyoming Lawmakers Ponder Tax on Electricity to Make Up for Lost Coal Revenue. And I quote, Senator Kale Case is proposing a tax on electricity is anticipation of the end of Wyoming's coal industry. Critics say it will drive up energy bills and lead to personal income taxes and make the state's energy industries less competitive. Because that's what they've always wanted to do. They being the very liberal redcoats that hide out in the Republican Party in the Wyoming legislature. Institute an income tax in the state of Wyoming. It goes all the way back to that dumb plan, Tax Reform 2000, of which Nancy Case was involved in. They've never let it go, even though it faltered in the Wyoming legislature. The whole thing came about in 1997, at which time Nancy Case was a member of the House of Representatives. While they said they were going to study the tax structure in Wyoming, what they were really doing is trying to find a way to institute that income tax. And if you don't think that they're still thinking about it, Ashley Hapseth with the Wyoming Taxpayers Association talked about it last Tuesday in Buffalo. Here's a little soundbite of that. 
After that meeting, the legislature decided to continue that conversation and create a group called Tax Reform 2000, and they studied the tax structure. And from that study, they realized our tax structure is inequitable, uh, it's unstable, and it lacks balance. And at the time, our primary tax uh, source was 75% uh, based off of property taxes, mineral severance taxes, and sales and use taxes, all from the minerals industry. So if you fast forward today, this is what it looks like. We're very fortunate we do not have an individual or corporate income tax, so we primarily re rely on uh, property tax and sales tax. Huh. So she says we're very fortunate not to have an income tax. But not 10 seconds before, she said that our current tax structure was, uh, how did she put it? Our tax structure is inequitable, uh, it's unstable, and it lacks balance. Pay attention to the premise behind what she's saying. If our current tax structure is unstable and inequitable and all of those things that she mentioned, what wouldn't be all of those things? Well, an income tax, of course, which was precisely the conclusion of Tax Reform 2000. I'm telling you, my friends, all of these people are just sinister. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's called Their Reform Isn't Reform, and I published it on April the 12th, I think. Uh, go back and listen to it. I explained what this entire Tax Reform 2000 thing is, and it really is a Trojan horse to institute an income tax. So back to the article and Nancy Case. Quote, the concern for some of Wyoming's tax-averse lawmakers is what happens if falling demand for coal and natural gas hit Wyoming's revenues, which are heavily dependent upon fossil fuel extraction taxes. Schools, as well as state and local government, depend on that revenue to operate. Senator Nancy er, Kale Case argued that since Wyoming exports so much of the power it produces, a gross receipts tax on electricity would mainly be borne by residents of other states, while providing the state with replacement revenues. Quote, a gross receipts tax would make a lot of sense in the fact that it would allow us to look at how Wyoming's supply picture will be changing and give us tax revenues into the future, Case said. As more electric cars are put on the road and energy-intensive industries like Bitcoin mining come online, Case said there will be more demand for energy for Wyoming to supply. Quote, we have to be prepared for these changes, end quote. Sure we do, Nancy. Fortunately, most of the committee was not buying any of Nancy Case's climate change bullcrap. At the beginning of the program, I played you what Senator McEwen and Senator Beitman had to say about this whole thing. The point is that renewable energy, what Nancy Case is advocating for, has to be supported by coal, oil, and natural gas. You have to, because the wind doesn't always blow and the sun doesn't always shine. Here's what one of the energy companies who testified at the committee on Tuesday had to say on that point. The other part that I would say as far as just on the, on the renewable side, you have to have base load generation to support renewables, period. They don't happen all the time. So that, that is just, you, when, when Basin's looking at renewables, they have the all of the above approach. And it's like, okay, if I put on this many megawatt of wind, got to make sure that I have enough base load generation to support it, right? Because it's good when it works and it's, it's not very useful when it doesn't. <laughs> Precisely the point. All of it is a Cinderella fairy tale, which only leaves one conclusion, that what they're driving at is to increase your taxes. That's the only thing that it's about. 
and the eventual goal of Nancy Case, the Wyoming Taxpayers Association, and every redcoat in that legislature is to introduce an income tax in the state of Wyoming. That's what Tax Reform 2000 is about, and that is what this climate change business is about. In the end, Sheridan County Senator Bo Biteman summed everything up perfectly, and he summarized what Wyoming's position on energy ought to be. And listen to the very succinct response of the Rocky Mountain Power executive. Thank you, Mr. Kaysen. You mentioned your customers and, and referring to folks on the, on the left coast. Um, they don't produce the power, though. We do. Yes, sir. And so why are they dictating to us where the electrons come from? I'm assuming they're not going to boycott our power because they need our power, regardless of how it's generated. So why are why are they calling the shots when we are the ones producing the power? There's no substitute for them because they're NIMBYs. They don't want to build a power plant in California. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do hydro because it'll kill some endangered snail. They're not going to build, they don't want windmills in their backyard because they want the windmills here because they don't want to look at them. So why are they calling the shots and why are they dictating energy policy to us when we're the ones producing that energy and we're selling it to them? They just need to buy it and be happy that they're being able to buy electricity. Wouldn't you agree, sir? Yes. (laughs) I love it. Well, this is not going to be the end of this whole climate change discussion or the attempt to institute an income tax or some sort of stupid Nancy Case gross receipts tax. The left is never going to stop, my friends, and just because they happen to have an R beside their name doesn't mean they're representing you. Most of them want to take more of your money. Well, that is why Cowboy State Politics exists to continue to expose redcoats like Nancy Case. Welcome back, Nancy. I and every single listener of Cowboy State Politics missed you. Well, that'll do it for this installment of Weekend Update. Have a good rest of your weekend, and we'll talk again on Monday during our 4th of July special episode. But for now, from the base of the Bighorns in beautiful Buffalo, Wyoming, I'm David Iverson, and this is the one and only Cowboy State Politics.